Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I am delighted to be here with you today, given that it's been probably a good month since the last time I recorded an episode for you. So today is going to be all about taking you behind the curtain, giving you a peek into the goals that have been keeping me busy over the past five or six weeks and preventing me from showing up here. I'm back though. That song from the 70s keeps running through my head. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Well, what have you been up to, my friends? For me... As I mentioned on the last episode, we had the surprise appearance five weeks early of Mr. Bo David Twaddle. And with that, I moved in with the family to help take care of Molly while the little child was in the NICU. And then, thank you for your prayers, by the way, Bo is just thriving today. But you know, for the first two, three weeks of his life, it was... um, is a little bit scary because he was so tiny and he had a lot of adversity to overcome, but he did, as did his parents, and all are doing well. But let me tell you that five or six weeks was some of the most blissful time of my life, and it uh, all ties into my family goals, which, as you know, are second only to my faith goals in this world during this season of my life. And what are those faith goals, you might ask? Well, one of them is to grow in wisdom and knowledge of Jesus. And to that end, I read a super book while I was away entitled Quantum Christianity. Highly recommend this book for those of you who, like me, have reached adulthood and Sometimes are still presented questions from either your children or maybe your grandkids or just from your own brain. Like, how does science and Genesis work together? Because the Bible is covering a period of about 6,000 years and science tells us that the, the uh, earth is many, many millions, if not billions of years older than that. So this book gets into attempting to answer that question as well as some really good questions like why do bad things happen to good people if God loves us, if he really does love us, he goes there. And uh, was Jesus was Jesus really who he says he is? Yeah, it's a pretty deep book. It's written by a former former police officer who was injured in the line of duty quite severely, and as a consequence of that, 
as a consequence of that, he ends up having to medically retire. And then during that retirement, as he is sorting through all that has happened in his life, he gets the nudge to write this book. So it's one of the better books that I've read. It does try to weave together quantum theory and God's word. So I find it really interesting because you know I'm all about quantum physics. Oh yeah. So that was really good. And then of course the first of the month always brings about one of my favorite opportunities as a Christian and that is to tithe. And remember it does say in the book of Malachi, I think it's chapter 3 verse 10, uh, God literally says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing until it overflows. I didn't grow up tithing, but once I was led to start tithing, I've never looked back and you know, God loves a cheerful giver, so it never feels like I'm giving from a place of scarcity. I always, always uh, give this tithe from a place of generosity and a place of true appreciation of all that the Lord has blessed us with because it is all his. Cattle on a thousand hills and everything else in the earth. God says it's all his. But we get to keep 90% of it. So that's a fair deal, I think. So that's always part that comes around the first of the month, every month based upon the month before. And uh, it's always good when you see those numbers increasing. That kind of covers my faith situation. Oh, I did get to go back to real church during the month of April, which was fantastic. And I super was super happy about that. Okay. For my family goals, well, I've already mentioned that I spent six weeks living with the Twaddle family and uh, got really tight with my little, my only granddaughter, Molly Rain, and her brother, Bo, and uh, also celebrated, believe it or not, it's hard for me to believe, my 60th birthday. Whoa. So I've done a lot of reflecting this quarter and this, this month, really, on the goals that I've set and the goals that I want to set and maybe already have set for the next decade. Oh, which is going to take me into the land of the 70s, Lord willing. From a fun standpoint, well, living with the Twaddles was super fun. I mean, there's nothing better than getting those early morning wake-up hugs and the pat-pat on your back when you pick up your little child from daycare. Oh my goodness. The smiles the joy, the piggyback rides, it's all good. Throughout that though, I was working on a fitness goal. You see my injury, my, uh, I hate to even give it the pronoun my, but I had an injury last year to my calf muscle and it prevented me from running for a good six weeks. And I went through a whole regimen, which I concocted myself with some research on Pinterest and other places, but it worked. And for about a year, I was able to run with no issues. And then all of a sudden, right about the time that I moved in with the twaddles, my calf was re-injured. So in some ways, that old saying might be a cliche, but it was true in this case. Everything that happens to us happens for us because there was no opportunity for me to run, none, at 
all while I was uh, helping out with the kids, which was good because it gave me six full weeks to rest my calf. So currently my fitness goals are to completely strengthen and rehabilitate this calf muscle again so I can get back to running three to five miles when I do go out to run as opposed to the 100 yards or so that I run before I have to stop and stretch and walk and all of that sort of thing. Also for my fitness goals, I enjoyed a lot of walks and a little bit of yoga, lots of sunshine, lots of fresh air, really good mental fitness routine of listening to podcasts and reading books and listening to Christian music and just kind of overall staying very fit and healthy. It's good. It was really good. The Bible says we are mind, body, and spirit. And so always want to work on all three of those things in the fitness goals that I set. And our bodies are just the just the package that holds our spirit and just the framework in which our minds are at work. But still, it's what we focus on the most. And if anything breaks down in the body, it tends to drag on the, the, the mind and the spirit. So I'm always looking to improve my overall physical fitness to shore up the rest, the spiritual fitness and the mental fitness, if that makes sense. Okay, something fun to talk about now is financial goals. So I touched on the fact that I have been doing some trading from a financial standpoint of stocks and options to develop a system that I can rely on and that I can count on to provide passive streams of income or in some instances, semi-passive streams of income. And that project is going really well. I did a little bit of reconnaissance before picking up the microphone to start recording today, and I am very pleased to let you know that the system that I'm using has me within 90% of the goal that I set for myself on a monthly basis to be able to generate a certain amount of passive income. And that's very exciting to me because if I can get this systematized, then I can freely share that with you and maybe you can adopt the system and benefit from it yourself. So that's coming along well. And also I take advice from a group that I joined about a year ago on investing in cryptocurrency. And with all of the success that I have had in the stock market, never have I ever enjoyed the success that I have seen in the cryptocurrency space, which I will offer that with the admonition that it is the most volatile space for your money that I have ever seen. I mean, cryptocurrencies can go up three or four times in an hour or a day and then fall three or four times in an hour or a day. So it's up and it's down and it's up and it's down. But as of today, one of the investments in cryptocurrency that I've had for a very short period of time, just a few months, has already 10x, which is incredible. 10x is kind of like the holy grail that I remember from 
my business, my, my days in the corporate world, we were always shooting for a 10 X return, which is super difficult. I mean, that is a thousand percentage point return, not a hundred, a thousand percent return on your investment. So that's big. And like I said, this could all evaporate overnight, but it has been wildly exciting to kind of watch what is happening in this space. I will say that cryptocurrencies are hard to understand from a standpoint of what's the value proposition behind each cryptocurrency. And one of the things I appreciate about the group that I'm in is that is the head of the group always brings information and educates everyone there who's willing to learn about what is behind the token or what is behind the company that is selling the cryptocurrency. And so I appreciate that because I like knowing what it is that I'm investing in. So it's been really exciting to watch what is happening there and what may continue to happen. If anything, I am a little bit sad. I have a little bit of FOMO that I didn't invest more in these specific cryptocurrencies, but also I feel quite safe in what I do have at risk. So if you have a goal to learn about investing in cryptocurrency, then please do reach out to me at monica at sharedgoalsconsulting.com and I'll be happy to share with you one-on-one -on -one the information for the group that I'm in if you're interested and also my limited knowledge on the subject, which is very limited, <laughs> but I know just enough to be able to continue to make small investments in this space. So that has been exciting. And then on my fun goals for the family, what I worked on in the past month or so is setting up our annual family beach vacation, which is done. And also a little quick trip to Florida for my husband and I. So those things are coming up. So in all areas, faith, family, fitness, finances, and fun, I have been making progress on my goals, even though I haven't been showing up here for the past few weeks to share with you and inspire you to do the same. Remember, having these goals is kind of like having these mile markers out in front of us. We might get to where we're going without writing down a goal, but it makes the direction and the focus and the intention of our actions so much more profitable when we have a goal. We know exactly where we're trying to go and we are able to put action towards that on a daily basis. Your life is going to continue to unfold regardless of whether you set goals or not. But do you know what? A lot of times if you haven't set goals for yourself, someone else has. And that means you have delegated responsibility to someone else to plan out your life and to create the path for you. And I just like to have a little bit more control than that. If you know me, you know that's true. And it's a good thing that I have a goal for this podcast, which is coming up on one year anniversary in June. But honestly, after having stepped away for five or six weeks to help out with 
the Twaddle family, I question whether I should reintroduce myself into this space or not. And through God's divine providence, I happened to listen to a mentor's podcast. And on that podcast, she was talking about how she had been at it for seven years. And she gave some statistics during that podcast and said that most podcasts only have one episode. It was a very large percentage of all the podcasts that are available on, on all the platforms. A large, large percentage of them only have one episode. And then 25% of them have fewer than 10 episodes. So I took that as a message to me that perhaps my work here in this space is not done, that I might have something to share with you and with your friends that might be of value to you. If you don't know me that well, it's maybe not that exciting to listen to me go on about the goals that I'm setting. But with every goal that I set, I always like to think maybe somebody else would like to set the same goal. And through my story, they can get a little bit of wind beneath their wings and get after it. I also hear from listeners occasionally who share with me the goals that they're setting or the books that they're reading or the podcasts they're listening to. And I like to synthesize that information and get it back out into this space. So I'm going to continue on with this for as long as it brings value to you and as long as it is a valuable exercise for me to invest my time and my money into. That whole exercise of reflection on this podcast though got me thinking about persistence. And in my corporate days, we always used to do these strengths finder exercises and we would work with coaches who were hired to bring out the best in each one of the people on our team. And I can always remember going through a survey of our skills and the things that make us unique or the things that brought value that that we, you know, contributed to our success and therefore the success of the company. And one of those for me was my persistence quota. I was just blessed with persistence as a characteristic of my personality. On the flip side of that, when you resist something, it persists. And I was resisting coming back into this podcasting space again because I want the time that I spend here with you to have value and I just wasn't feeling it, if you will. But when you resist something, it tends to persist. The the more um, energy you put out there to try to avoid it, the more it just kind of hunts you down. And so always remember that if you feel yourself resisting something, usually a better tactic to take would just be to let it flow and know that resisting is is normal and sometimes it's painful but it's almost always pointless because again what you resist persists so I've stopped resisting I'm here I'm showing up and I as always hope that this time is valuable for you and perhaps of greatest value for, for you would be for me to offer a prayer to the Lord for your success in pursuit of your goals so Heavenly Father I thank you that I'm here today and my listeners are here today and we're here together to celebrate this thing called goals. Thank you, Lord, for putting it on me and in the hearts of those who are listening to pursue always 
worthy goals. I ask that you listen to the prayers of those who are here and that you make a way for the goals that they are trying to pursue to happen. Show us great and mighty things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's it for today, the April slash May wrap up. I'll see you again next week on the Goal Crafter Podcast. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.